This is the PropTech VC Podcast. We give you unique insights into how innovative technologies are disrupting real estate. We interview top entrepreneurs, investors, and knowledgeable experts to share the inside scoop in this fast-moving industry. It's hosted by leading PropTech VC, Zane Jaffer. Let's dive into today's content. You know, you bring up a really interesting and nuanced point here. You're busy. When you identify a problem, then you need to go and start researching. So it's very important for startups to position themselves, to have a good website, to rank well on Google, because that's how a lot of the times, you know, you gain awareness. And then references and referrals are essential. And I think in this case study you gave here, um, the recommendation from your property management software company and other vendors who you trust, because it's a small world. Um, so th those are things that I think startups, uh, you know, really need to nail. And then how do you respond to um, requests when startups want a meeting with you? You know, you, you barely have time because there's so much going on and you're running your business. Um, do you just delete those emails? Do you read them and forward them on? Do you archive them for later? Do you do you even have time to get back to them and tell them you're not interested, or do you do you take meetings when you get them? And I know you're 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 more of a technology enthusiast than other property managers, at least from my experience working. But how how do you handle the inbound inquiries and what, what, when these startups approach you? Uh, well, in an ideal world, you you know I I was very fortunate when I served as CEO because I had a whole team of people. So the leverage points were much different. So I basically feel like I went back to square one and I'm a startup all over again, right? That's really, even though I've had the experience of running a very successful company and, um, you know, and had a team of people, I'm kind of like the one-stop shop right now. I am the bookkeeper. I am all of those things. And so, you know, in an ideal world though, I mean, there are solutions, virtual assistants that can kind of wade through your email and can identify, hey, here, here's what's junk. You don't need to waste your time on this. Here's where, here's opportunity, you know, and you teach them how to identify those things. And you can do virtual assistance here in the United States. You can do virtual assistance overseas. I mean, they're, they're um, you know, we used my out desk and uh, that's nice, you know, and you get to vet them. Also, it's not, you know, you get to interview, you get to figure out who's going to work well with you and it, and it's cost effective. It's a cost effective solution and a win for them as well. So that that's one thing is just finding some, you know, identifying what for you is most important and then leveraging against, uh, you know, probably I would say a virtual to help you uh, wade through like, you know, the 300 emails that come in your inbox in a day, you know? <laughs> So just having help, knowing that you need it. And what, what technology solutions have you implemented uh, where you've actually seen an impact in your business? Maybe you could give us a quick breakdown of the different categories and very quick example of how these technologies have enabled you to gain that leverage. So the phone system. Uh, when you have a good phone system, you're able to triage uh, first with the system. Nobody likes prompt systems. However, it is what it is. We, we do need to triage in advance of it getting to a live person. So that's one thing, having a really good phone system. Secondly is having a property management software that is very robust and can help uh, you reduce the number of platforms that you use to run your business. And so, you know, accounting is really important. Like the functionality of being able to produce financial reports is important for your investors. It's important for you as a business owner. That's not the only component, making sure that it also integrates with the website, pushes out to all of the, 
you know, 50 or 60 different available advertising sources for you so that you're not having to go individually and do all of this, that your system does it for you. Making sure that it captures all the guest card and brings it in nice and neat for you. Making sure if you have the opportunity to have some type of artificial intelligence, you know, at Folio is great because they have uh, AI already built in, but there are other great companies out there like Quex is a, a new upcoming company. I'm just going to plug them really quickly. They've created a digital human um, who can be a virtual leasing agent, right? Uh, I would definitely, I think every owner out there should be looking, especially in multifamily, should be looking at this because if you're a, especially like a small uh, multifamily owner with maybe 150 units or less, you're probably operating with just one manager. I think that you need to be looking at digital humans. And the cost for that is way less than hiring another person. And they can take a lot of the work off of your property manager. So they can answer questions um, to the prospective resident. They can send links to applications. They can interface as though they're the property manager, while the property manager is doing the other important things like making sure the units are ready to move into, right? They're making sure that the bills are paid. Um, so digital human is, is something I think we all need to be looking at. Um, I also think, you know, making sure that um, you have, uh, this is so silly, but, and yet it's, for me, it's really important because it's my communication board, making sure that you have an online make ready board or a unit turn board that you can just put all of the information in. And if your owner wants to see how much everything's going to cost, you can push a button and put it out there. You know, gone are the days of the whiteboard with the make ready board on it. Like we need that to be um, digital, right? And so I'm fortunate. I have a unit turn board with, with our property management software. Not all softwares have that. Um, but I would definitely recommend the use of a unit turn board, some sort of electronic uh, make ready board. Um, virtual assistants, again, I'm going to tell you that that's probably for a startup who's really looking to know they need help, can't really necessarily afford um, help. You know, virtuals, uh, my outdesk, companies like that are really good to to have in your back pocket as well. But that's, oh, there is, there's something else I'm really intrigued by, um, smart entry systems. And so, you know, I uh, love smart entry systems. Like I don't want to have keys in the office anymore, you know? And yet, of course, that's not feasible in, in every complex. And yet, and if you can start to be open-minded to smart entry systems, then you don't have to worry about keys. People can actually have like a QR code that the, they can put up to the smart entry system and it, it lets them into their, their unit or the, the property. and. Um, I mean, there's there's all sorts of like safety and security things that are coming out now, um, gated access devices that, you know, have facial recognition. Um, I think those are those are probably pretty important to, to where we're going in the future. And they're oh, they are leverage points because nobody wants to be out there making keys. That's just a waste of time at this point. And again, this is more of a technical um, perspective now, but. You probably have a lot of different systems and I'm imagining the last thing you want is another login and password that you have to use. How important is it for you that a technology solution is integrated with your other workflows and systems? Do you have the patience? Are you open to having yet another login and password that isn't integrated or is it critical for you? I know for larger firms it's critical, but for you at the size you're at and for others in your position, 
Where do you think, um, and how do you think startups should figure out that challenge? I think it's critical. I mean, even on the property manager level, like our software integrates with, seems silly, but it integrates with Blue Moon. So we don't have to leave this software and go log into another software. We can just say, hey, generate a Blue Moon lease, and it goes out there, it pulls into Blue Moon, and then it just nicely populates it back into our software. So I think it's super critical to to have um, a platform that is integratable with different um, apps. And, you know, we're doing new things like um, we have Rhino, One App Guarantee, uh, Stake is a new thing that, thank you, that we're, we're starting to roll out of our properties. And, you know, you want to be able to make sure that those things that you're going to introduce can fully integrate with your system so that, that, that again, you're not having to run multiple reports, right? You're not having to go here and go there. It just all flows into one thing. And being a venture capital investor in PropTech, what I what I what my key observation has been is the startup may have an amazing value proposition, a beautiful, slick-looking product, but if they don't have the integrations into the key property management systems, if they don't focus on the workflow, the workflow of the property manager is going to be using it. Ultimately, you're not going to get any traction. You could have the best AI in the middle, but if there's no way for the property manager to easily implement this and you know, not have to remember a login and password. Either that system's not going to be used and there's going to be churn, or they'll never give you a chance. So this is something that founders, investors listening to this, even prospective, you know, staff for a tech company need to really analyze the tech company and realize how are they positioned to gain access and make the lives easier of their clients. It's not just a value proposition. And it's difficult to assess if you're not within the industry. Well, it, you know, I this is what I appreciate about our, our software company is that I feel they're very consumer-centric, so they care about us as the property manager. They're not just a bunch of programmer techies behind there just making sure all the tables match together and it does what it's supposed to do. They're saying, let me create something and have something that I can evolve over time to meet our customer needs. And I mean, I won't switch because of that. I mean, we can literally go in as consumers and say, hey, you know, or customers and say, we want you to, to create this within our software, or we need you to be able to let this provider come in and integrate. And then we can all go vote on it. And I've been to their, their, their nice little conferences and I've watched them mastermind and how they kind of solve problems. And the fact that they care about the real life experience of the end user matters tremendously. Great, great parting advice. Really appreciate it. Cricket, it's been wonderful having you on the show. For any, uh, we have all types of listeners. Um, I know many startups will want to reach out, but also we have a lot of investors who, who are trying to keep abreast of the technology trends. And uh, many of them, you know, like to work with property managers. Um, how, how can people reach you? What's the easiest way? Could you spell out your contact details? Sure, sure. So my email is my first name, Cricket, K-R-I-C-K-E-T-T at onward-properties.com. Great. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you.